Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 10 of the Matt and Matt O-Scale Train podcast. I'm your host, Matt Rochford, and with me, as always, my co-host, Matt Suzuha. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. How about yourself? I am doing well, thank you. So Good. tonight, we are going to wrap up for 2020, and I kind of thought that we would talk about, well, we both kind of spoke about it and decided that we're going to talk about uh, just kind of year in review. So like what we bought, sold, traded, and any updates to our, our current layout. How does that sound? Works for me. All righty. Um, all right. So uh, let's just get started because, uh, uh, you know, we might we might have some long lists here. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> you know what? This year, you know, uh, you know, it was kind of a strange year and we were all kind of stuck inside the house for the most part. And the the crazy part is, is like this was like the year to be a model railroader, right? I mean, it's like, well, if I'm going to be stuck, I, I might not have a problem with that because I just have more time to run my trains. For so, sure. Yeah. So that's what I did. I actually did a lot of work on my trains. I actually put out I was able to create a lot of videos this year. Um so, um, and you know what, uh, less than a week left and out of 2020, we'll be hitting 2021 and hopefully, uh, things are going to look, uh, a little brighter, I think. Let's hope so. All right. So I'll start out. Um, I'm going to go down what I bought new and used, and then I'll go over what I did in trade and then I'll, and sold. And then I'll just kind of talk about like uh, any changes that I did to my layout this this year. So, so what did I buy new? Well, uh, I bought a BNSF ES44 AC, one of the new ones with the with the new horn and the bells that you can change. The new radio chatter, which is like awesome. Like this is like the radio chatter like that we've been waiting for for Lionel to put in their engines. So. Uh, no road name specific stuff, but you know what? I'm okay with that. I'll take the radio chatter. It's fantastic. Uh, I bought a MTH Rock Island Aero Train set. Um, I wanted to get that before, um, again, uh, the mystery of MTH. We don't know what's going on. So I really wanted to, I was, I you know, I've always kind of wanted to pull the trigger on that set like the last four years, five years. Uh, I kind of missed the first run of the PS3s. Uh, then a couple years later, they did a second run of PS3 versions. Uh, I wanted the PS3 version because the PS3 version has LEDs, uh, I, I believe, and not uh, bulbs. So that's kind of why I wanted to jump on those. And uh, I finally just pulled the trigger. I'm like, you know what? I really want this. I, they're a really neat engine. And uh, so I picked up the Rock Island version. Uh, there is There was technically a Santa Fe version. And I'll tell you my reason for not picking up the Santa Fe version is the Santa Fe version uh, was when Santa Fe ran it. They actually ran it, I believe, from like Las Vegas to like uh, Los Angeles or Las Vegas to like San Francisco. It was a you know, it was a California to Las Vegas to, to California or Nevada to California train. Uh, but the Rock Island actually uh, ran out of Chicago. So um uh, so it has a bunch of Chicago. It was like Chicago to Peoria. And then at what time it went from like uh, Chicago to Cleveland, I think at one point or Cincinnati, one of those. 
Um, so that's why I bought the Rock Island one. And I wanted a Rock Island piece, too, because I'm a big fan of Rock Island. Uh, I bought a probably I'm going to say now, like the the jewel of my of my entire fleet is my Lionel scale TMCC Santa Fe 484 Northern. I just love this thing. It has not left my layout. It is just fantastic to look at. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. It sounds great. It looks great. It is my first really large scale. Um, I do have a scale uh, Lionel Legacy Locomotive, but not on not something this size. Uh, I am just so excited about this thing. So I uh, bought a 460 Santa Fe 10-wheeler uh, by MTH uh, with the matching uh, Santa Fe uh, Overton passenger cars. Uh, so I will have a review coming up on that uh, later next year. Uh, I bought a Santa Fe tugboat. Uh, now, keep in mind that a, a lot of these things I say I, buy, I bought new, but um, I did buy things off eBay. Uh, they were new in box. So that so I'm not you know, a lot of these things weren't like new from a like a like a retailer. Uh, some of it was new from eBay, new in box. Um, so, again, I bought a Lionel Santa Fe railroad tugboat. Uh, which um, I haven't taken out of the box yet, but that I'm probably going to do a review on that too, because I don't remember if I've seen somebody do a review on it yet on YouTube. So um, uh, the Lionel Burlington Northern F7 um, AA set came in. So I bought that along with uh, the um, uh, Super Base B unit. Uh, I bought the Santa Fe uh, Vision stock cars uh, came into stock last week, so uh, I picked one of those up, and hopefully those are supposed to deliver on Tuesday. So those are technically, you know, 2020 purchase, so I made sure I put those in there. Uh, I bought some K-Line Santa Fe heavyweight passenger cars. It's a it's a uh, four-car set uh, by K-Line. It was unopened. It was literally like the the, the wrap. You know, like, like back in the days, they put that kind of like, it's more like a, I don't call it like a saran wrap. But, you know, the plastic wrap around things. I mean, like this thing's still. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a cellophane wrap. I mean, it was like torn in a few pieces, but this was definitely never open. I was like, wow, somebody had somebody bought this. And like, because I think this I think it came out, out in like 2004, 2005. So um, but I was kind of happy that it was new in box. It was pretty cool. Uh, so uh, in trade um, this year, I pick I got uh, Lionel Santa Fe Vision Reefers. Uh, from Mr. Matt Z. And I also got in trade a Lionel Santa Fe dash eight from Mr. Matt Z. So uh, those <laughs> are like the trade. I love them. Uh, awesome. They're both, they're both on the layout. <laughs> so, yeah, both of them are. So, uh, and I sold my Lionel Santa Fe Berkshire line sheet plus 2.0. And let me just clarify. It was a fantastic engine. I loved it. I think Lionel did a great job on it. My thought behind it was a, um, I had planned on, I had a chance to get, you know, the, the TMCC scale Santa Fe 484 Northern. So this kind of, that kind of replaced the, the little, you know, the Santa Fe Berkshire and the Berkshire was just a little bit on the small size for me um, compared to everything else on my layout, because all my diesels are scale. And now pretty much all of my steamers are scale. Um, so it kind of looked a little bit out of place. 
but with that said, it's still a fantastic um, little engine, and uh, I still recommend it to people who are looking for you know something with traditional scale wise for their layout. Now, building wise, um, I picked up the uh, Menards put out a water tower this year, which is really really cool, and it was really really you know we're talking Menards here, so you know. Th- as far as like expensive goes, they all their stuff, all their buildings to me are just like like rock star priced. You know, you just you get so much value out of their stuff. I think the water tower was literally like I don't know twenty five dollars or thirty dollars or something, and it's it's huge. Um, it doesn't have any lights or sounds or anything like that, but it is a really nice water tower piece. Uh, I picked up the Melrose Park little uh, train station. A um, couple things uh, about that train station is number one, uh, I shop. My the Menards that I go to is the Melrose Park, the Melrose Park trains uh, Menards, and I know where them. I've been to the Melrose Park train station before. Um, and number two, uh, yeah, I mean Melrose Park is is right down the street from me. It's the town next to me, and uh, I want to see. You know, it's 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 kind of a localized item for me. And uh, and I, I wanted a little tra- a little Chinese train station to put to put on the other side of the tracks um, because I didn't have much room on the on the close side, you know, closest to the the um, edge of the layout where where, you know, I can I sit and control my trains. So I wanted to put a little little piece there, a little building and it fit absolutely perfect. And I love it. And then uh, as far as big buildings, I did replace um, my trains. St- uh, excuse me, my fire department, which. I did love, I love the fire department, but I wanted a bigger, taller piece to go on that part of the layout. Because if you, if you looked kind of straight on, on my layout, you wouldn't know there was a building there unless you actually like came over and looked kind of down on the layout. Then you see the fire department. So I replaced it with the Menards uh, country in suites, which is just a fantastic, fantastic building. Um, I thought about, the York hotel and the big corporate building that they had out there. But my thought on that, those pieces were, they were a, a a little, they were really large. I mean, like they're like double the size of the country in suites in, in tallness, Uh, not in footprint, but in tallness. And number two, they're more like city pieces, like, like downtown city pieces. And, my layout isn't a downtown city layout. It is it's supposed to be like a um, like a suburb town uh, outside of Chicago, and that's kind of the, my decision on why I got the the suite instead of the instead of the um, the York Hotel and the the corporate building. I th- those pieces are fantastic, and I if I ever redo my layout and I I decide to like make a, a city part of it, I I would definitely pick up those pieces. Uh, but for now, uh, really happy with the country and suites. Now, uh, changes to the layout. Well, as far as building replacements, uh, like I just said, I added the Melrose Park train station. Uh, I did add, again, I did add the country. I replaced the firehouse with the country suites um, hotel. I added uh, two... Um, crossing flashers on each side of the main tracks uh, right in the middle. So uh, I had some flashers there first, then I took them out. Um, 
And then I replaced them with MTH flashers. And they are all connected to uh, my signals, my dwarf signals and my um, uh, my other signals. So that way, um, when a train passes through those, it does trigger and it does trigger the lights. So the lights aren't on unless something is sitting in the way of the infrared sensor and stuff like that. So I have those hooked up, you know, so they're, you know, so they work. So they're not just always flashing, right? It only flashes when, um, when there's something going by. Um, it doesn't make any sound uh, because I had um, some flashers that made sound and I just had to, I had to turn it off because <laughs> my, my layout's not very large. Right. So it's like, you know, by the time the train goes around, you know, five, 10 seconds later, here it is. Here's, here's the train. Here's the, uh, the crossing sound again. So it was, uh, it was a little too much for me. <laughs> the ding, ding, ding is cool, but it gets annoying after about five times around. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding is good for about, two three minutes and then after that it's like no this has to stop (laughs) yeah for sure uh as as far as track layout i didn't make any i didn't really make any changes to the track layout at all uh you know i made it i added some additional like little people here and there i added a couple vehicles um i did move the water tower on a different side of the track um i did move the big old time water tower uh to the back of the train yard the uh, yard house. Um, other than that, I didn't really make too many changes. There wasn't really many changes to make. I was, you know, I'm very happy with where the way the layout is now. Um, but with that said, one super important thing that I did pick up and you know what? I didn't actually mention this and I apologize. I actually picked up a Z 4,000 uh, by MTH uh, so it's a train. It's a transformer uh, with uh, with controllers built in, uh, and that was a huge step up for me um, because what I was able to do is I was able to split the power um, between the upper track and the lower track. So now the upper track has its uh, own power, and the upper subway track has its own power. And I'll tell you, it's actually made a big difference in the performance of the trains because um, I always keep a subway up on the upper track. And whenever I turn my layout on or, you know, I had power to the track. Well, everything comes on. Well, the subways up there are nice, but you know, they're sitting and they're drawing amps, right? Because even though they're, even though they're not moving, they're all lighted. And then when I start running the thing, well, now it's, you know, they're they're lighted and I'm drawing, uh, you know, motor power too. And I just kind of felt that it was just a little too much for my layout to handle. And I thought, adding in, you know, I always thought about adding an additional power supply. Um, and I was going to go down the road of the Lionel, uh, ZW, but, um, I really liked the Z 4,000 and I went down that road, you know, down that route and I've been super happy with it. Uh, it is, uh, definitely, um, I love the, I love the controllers on it. Um, I can I can now do work on my layout or work on my trains and not have to shut everything off. Now I just like turn off power to the track, do a couple things. I can turn on power to the track right away uh, because I had to, I have all my 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 layouts like it was on like one like one power command. Like you know I'd say you know turn the train on and and bam everything would turn on. Everything was connected uh, uh, you know under a, a strip. So you know lights would turn on uh, all the lights all the power to the track. Um, you know, all the accessory power, everything will turn on at once. And that's not a bad thing, 
But whenever I needed to turn it off, well, now I'm turning off everything. And now then I'm turning on everything at the same time. Well, now I have a little bit more control over uh, if there's a derailment or if I have to program something, a train, a new train. Now I just have to turn the track power off and do it and turn the track power on. I'm not constantly turning on and off everything on the layout. So I thought that was a huge benefit. So other than that... Um, I have not done anything else. That that was that was it that I did to the layout this year. A um, little bit, little early, early kind of like prediction on what I'm doing next year. Uh, the only thing that I would really like to do is uh, my my elevated kind of subway track. I would like to part. I would like to start putting railings on the side of the track, so it looks a little bit more like prototypical subway track than just raised fast track if that makes sense it makes sense to me and that is my own and i'm trying to figure out how to do that i'm trying to figure out if i could buy like i guess i can make my own like railings and put them on the side um i've been kind of looking like to see if somebody makes like 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 small like rail fencing like that i could just like glue or mount to the side of the tracks um and they would have to actually you know be angled as well because they would have to go around 031 curves because all the curves on my elevated subway are all 031 so i think plastruck makes some handrails i think hmm. okay thank you um i will look those up then and if you know if you find anything else matter know of anything else let me know because that right. is kind of like my next project and that pretty much wraps it up for me um, so I will hand it over to Mr. Matt Z. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> oh, this thing is huge, <laughs> way bigger than it should be. But uh, hold on, let, let me go, let me go get some popcorn. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, I just wrote everything. I didn't really write anything down, like time period order as I got it. Um, so I'll just kind of go down the list here, and I'll mention you know, who I got this stuff from and all that. So we'll start off with Subways, and that's really been my main love now ever since I got the first set, uh, which is the R32 D-Train, the dealer appreciation set with graffiti from uh, DJ, uh, DJ's Old Gauge Trains, which if you haven't checked out his channel, please do. He's got an amazing uh, collection, Subways, you know, Long Island Railroad, Pennsylvania, all that sort of deal. Great collection. We got to get him on here one of these days. But um I got that set, and that just kind of sparked it. You know, I have the R27 Lionel, but I got that years ago. And, you know, he offered me that. It's actually, I technically bought it in 2019, but it came in 2020. So, eh, it's one of those crossover ones. <laughs> but, um, no, that's a beautiful set, and that really kind of sparked it. So, then after that, I got the R40, the F train with the slant end. It's a beautiful set. And that one's been it for MTH for now, so I'll get some more stuff from him in the future. But for now, that was that as far as subways go. And then I did a trade with uh, the the uh, secondary host here <laughs> with the R16 uh, New York City subway set, the uh, silver and blue EE train. Which, as Matt said, we traded the I traded the Santa Fe stuff to him, and he traded the subway to me, and we both could not be happier with our trades. We both really got some quality pieces, and we've been having a ball with everything we've have here. Wouldn't you say I, so? I I agree one hundred percent. 
Yeah, it's really cool. The set I converted to LEDs, and it looks amazing. Really, really cool. And plus, you added the figure, so it's a full, basically a complete train now. That is true. I did. I did add the figures in there, and and you, you like you said, you installed the LEDs. Uh, so now it's uh, now now you never have to open it again. It's good to no. go. Yeah, it's good. So then we got some just regular mainline pieces. We'll start with some yard switchers I have. I got a uh, Penn Central and a Pennsylvania S2. Those are both from DJ. And then I also got a steam switcher, the Pennsylvania B6. Uh, that was from Trains on eBay. And then I got a couple of E6s, the uh, Pennsylvania Passenger uh, steamers. I got one from MTH, which was the very first Proto 2 that they made, and that was also from eBay. And then I got a new old stock uh, Lionel TMCC RailSons 5 uh, E6, and that was from eBay as well. And that one I got a really good deal on, so I was happy with that, considering it's 2005, I think it was, so quite a bit old. Uh, and then I got a uh, Pennsylvania K for the Tuscan Red variant from DJ, and he he was he's still kind of kicking himself a little bit for selling that to me, <laughs> but um, it's a beautiful engine, and I need to finish my Trailblazer uh, passenger set for that one. But that's a beautiful piece. The next up, I have a Weaver two eight zero in the Pennsylvania railroad um that one i traded for my no fucking western j which i couldn't be happier with that that engine it was okay it was an impulse buy if there ever was one i just kind of happened to buy it and yeah you know i liked it and but i eventually traded off for the j and i'm happy with that then next up we have a lion chief set and this is my first lion chief and right now it's my only one uh, thus far that is the promontory summit uh, general set that they made they made it a couple years ago and i happened to buy one um i actually got it for my 21st birthday present so that's pretty cool um it's a very nice set it's a lion chief so it's really nice you know it's not the greatest thing in the world but it's really fun i have it sitting on the wall and it looks great on the wall looks great on the track and just a nice set and then i have something that it was kind of another impulse buy but this one was a little more sentimental to me so i bought a rail king uh, union pacific rs3 and this one you know i had a bunch of stuff when i was younger and my problem is is you know like a young person would do i guess you know i tore them apart and w- tried to weather them tried to quote unquote fix them even though there was nothing wrong with them at all and so you know i had a bunch of stuff that I just tore apart and so to say that i was upset when i really thought about it and really you know long and hard think you know out of everything i had what was the probably the number one piece that i wanted back and it was at rs3 so i got a good deal on that and i am very happy with that piece it runs great runs the way it should and it definitely won't be taken apart anytime soon it's it's a very nice uh piece so then we have two more items which have yet to arrive, but I'm really excited for them. The first one is the Christmas trolley. And Matt, you did a video on this, and about five minutes after the review was over, I went out and bought it because it was so incredibly cool. The announcements on it are just so cool with the elf. I can't wait for that. 
I, I hope you I hope you put in the when you bought it you put in like the comments when you bought it they're like hey uh, thanks to Matt you know West Chicago Railroad I bought this you know <laughs> I yeah. should have done that <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely put I'll definitely give you a shout out when I do a video on it because I've got the sound set edited it's ready to go I just gotta yeah. wait for it to show up uh, yeah it was it, it's it's a it's a neat it's a neat little trolley I, I liked it I'm glad I'm glad you liked it too so. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really pretty cool. And then I also bought a streetcar. I bought the uh, dealer appreciation uh, MTH streetcar, which this was a sold as is piece. So when I get it, I'll check it out and hope it works. And uh, if it works, great. If it don't, eh, so be it. But uh, we'll see. So next up, we have some rolling stock. Now, most of it's Atlas, believe it or not. And, you know, I've really started to like Atlas rolling stock now that I've gotten a bunch of it. So we'll start off with an Atlas Pennsylvania boxcar. And that's a pretty nice piece. Then we have an Atlas Penn Central caboose. That goes with the Penn Central S2, and I got that from DJ. Then I have an Atlas... Toledo, Peoria, and Western Hopper. That was off the forum. I have a Lionel Missouri Pacific boxcar. I, when I did the part sale back in, I believe it was November, late November, um, they had that car. It was, I think it was like $30 or something. So I figured, oh, heck, I'll add that to the list too. So I got some parts and I got a boxcar. <laughs> and then uh, I have the Lionel camera caboose. And let me tell you, I'm blown away by that thing. The camera on it is really cool. I play with it all the time. I love that camera on there. They have the uh, near central variant of those cabooses. I believe they've shipped or are just starting to ship. So I'll probably get one or both of those as time and money permit. Then I got some buildings here. So I've kind of gone gun haul on buildings too. I, I, you know what? I got to have buildings around the track too. So I got a bunch of stuff. So my second to latest edition is the Southern Passenger Station. And this is a run from Legacy Station that they did a number of years ago. They happened to find it on the forum, so I got that. Then I got my first kit, which was the Prose's Engine House. And let me tell you, that engine house is really, really cool. The doors actually open and close on it. They have a... Uh, control box that open you can open and close the doors it's really cool and it's got led lighting on it it's a very nice uh kit it was easy to build and i'm very happy with that one i, I know you like that too matt question on that really quick did you have to paint that or does it come painted the outside comes painted it comes in like a brown kind of color the inside is all just like wood color so okay. i went ahead and painted all that i painted it all gray okay it gotcha. looks really cool I like it's really cool. I like that. I would consider getting my own too, if uh, something like that as well. When I uh, when I decide to uh, uh, when I move and build the bigger layout, so yeah, it's it's very nice. I'm very happy with that one. The next up, we have the Broadway Limited New York Central Water Tower, and this thing is really cool. I did a video on this one as well, and it's got the spout that goes up and down with the sound effects on there, the water filling up, the crew. It's a really nice structure i'm very happy with that then we have a k-line bunk car this one's on the base with the scenery on it that's a very nice car it's got a smoking in there and that one's pretty cool 
We have a Lionel Sand Tower, and I got that along with the bunk car. And you know what? I figured I'll eventually get a couple sand towers, so I got one to start, and I'm sure I'll add more in the future. Then we have probably the coolest piece I own, which is the Bluetooth radio tower from Lionel. And this thing is awesome. I have it hooked up to my Amazon Echo. And so I play the music through that and do all that sort of deal. It's really cool. I hook it up to my phone as well. And But I really enjoy just not even running the train sometimes, just listening just to the tower. And the speaker in it, it's pretty good. It's not, you know, the greatest quality speaker in the world, but it is pretty cool nonetheless. So I'm very happy with that one. Then we have the K-Line Near Central Diner. And I know, Matt, you have the Santa Fe version, and you and I were talking about it. And, you know, I'm very thrilled with that diner. It's really, really cool. They're cool. Uh, K-Line, K-Line did a, a really cool job with those. And I know, I don't know, remember uh, how many varieties there are, but I know, I know they made quite a few of them with different flavors but i mean you can't go wrong because they if you don't use the parking space that comes with it i mean the footprint is pretty darn small which means you can kind of put it wherever you want yeah i'm not using the parking lot on mine just because of space but yeah it's really cool it's it's a 15 inch passenger car is the base and it's got the stairs that lead up to the car. It's really, really nice. Got people in there and figures and tables and all kinds of stuff. It's really nice. I converted mine to LEDs and these buildings that have lights in them. I converted them all to LEDs just to increase the brightness of the lights. And plus, you know, I converted all my other buildings, so I'm not going to have just a few with bulbs in them. I'll convert them all while I'm at it. Then I have a couple more things. I have from you, I have the Menards Fire Hall, which I'm still trying to find a place for. That thing is huge, man. I didn't realize how big it was. I got it. It's like, holy cow, I need to expand or something to fit it on. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little deceiving. It's, 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 uh, well, you know, the thing is, it comes, you know, it's, it's not just the building, it's the, it's the driveway for the firehouse. And then there's a, you know, there's some yard in there too for it. So it, you know, it does have a little bit of a footprint to it. So, yeah, but it's a, um, it's a very nice piece. I got a buck converter on the way from Amazon. And so I will go ahead and install that. So that way I can hook it up to power and actually use it because, um, I don't have the Menards power supply and I don't have any plugs on my power strip anyway. So, but, um, I got that so I hook it up to the main power to all my other accessories. That way it's not, you know, just one that has this power supply that hooks up to it and the rest that run off power, they'll be all off power. So that'll be cool. And then I also have two pieces of electronics to talk about. The first is the MTH Wi-Fi system, the WIU. I added that. I added that when MTH was talking about discontinuing, and I believe they actually are discontinuing the Wi-Fi external box. And so I, when I heard about that, I immediately went out and ordered a WIU, and I got the last one that Nicholas Smith Trains had. And just because, you know what, I my uncle, he has the Wi-Fi, and I really like it. And actually, since I got the Wi-Fi, I haven't re- used my remote. You know, I really... 
I'm very happy with the Wi-Fi. The speed on it is a lot better than the remote. And plus, I like the color screen that you get with the app. Now, it will not replace the tactile feel of a remote by any means, but it is very, very cool. And then uh, I also have in here a K-Line fixed voltage transformer that they made. And what I got this for was to power all my accessories. And the main reason why I did that is I had a CW80 that ran all my other accessories. And you know what? It was nice, but that fan was just annoying. So I had to replace it with something. And I happened to find that and got that. As far as stuff I sold, I you know I wrote down just a few things. I'm sure I've sold more than this, but I sold my Lionel California Zephyr passenger cars. Well, three of the four. I still have the baggage car. However, I sold the diner and the the diner the the two domes and the observation car uh, from the set. Just because you know what. I originally pulled all the detail to make my own, you know, interior on it, but it just never happened. And, you know, I ended up just selling the cars as they were. So, but that was okay. I don't know if I'll replace them. I haven't really made up my mind yet. They also sold all of my Husky stacks, which the last three are actually getting ready to go out the door uh, soon here. But I had four BNSF, which I sold those. And then I also had some themed ones. I had a Harley Davidson, a Popsicle, and a Pennsylvania Railroad uh, variant. And those three are getting ready to go out the door. And it clears up more space under there. And really, you know what? I'm not really into modern trains you know i like the older prototypes so that kind of you know makes a little more sense to me so i sold the modern stuff and then speaking of modern i had a bnsf rail king um, sd70 ace that was a non-powered unit that i converted and uh, i let that go just because again the modern stuff just really isn't for me so, so as far as layout work goes, I haven't done all that much. The biggest thing I really did was I painted my section where the engine house goes. I painted that gray. I did that just the other day, and I really, really liked the way that turned out. It really looks a lot more realistic that way, and it's going to look better once I get people and figures and signals and all kinds of goodies in there. So that'll be a nice scene once it's all complete. But that's really been it as far as stuff I've really done to the layout and, like I said, all my new additions, quite a few. All right, cool. Um, I actually – let me get uh, give a quick supplement to mine. I actually forgot two pieces, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, I, I was looking at my list, and I must have skipped over them by accident. But um, I did buy – from my local hobby shop used, I bought a uh, the uh, Lionel Santa Fe E6 AA set, uh, the TMCC version uh, from, uh, like, I don't know, like it's 2004 or something like that. Uh, so um, they, they were pretty, they were used, but they were pretty much new. <laughs> they were like, they were. <laughs> Uh, you know they were they were shelf queen is is what I'm guessing that they were, and then I also bought the um, the Lionel uh, BNSF oil train set, so the one that comes with the ES4. Now this is not the e, this is not the ES44 that I recently just bought. Uh, um, this is um, uh, the set came with a BNS, BNSF ES44AC, 
uh, and it came with a bunch of uh, oil cars uh, and two, uh, like I believe they're hoppers. So um, pretty cool. I, I, I like this set a lot. Yeah, and the reason that um, I bought the Santa Fe E6 AA set uh, is I'm trying to actually, my goal here is to try to collect, I'm, you know, obviously talk about it all the time. I'm a huge Santa Fe guy. Um, as you can, you know, by the stuff that I've listed, you could probably pretty much tell that I'm a huge Santa Fe person. But my kind of like my little mini goal here is to get um, every Santa Fe, one of every Santa Fe E or F set uh, that I can find. Uh, and the only two that I'm missing, uh, I'm missing an E8 um, and I'm missing the DL109. And I believe after those two, I would have at least every O scale version, uh, O scale type version that's out there. Um, and uh, those are going to be a little bit harder. Uh, well, number one, Lionel Lionel does not make the, has never made the DL one hundred nine as far as I know. So yeah, I'll have to the has. Yeah, and I believe the new one is coming out next is due out like next month, like January or February mm. of twenty twenty one. Their uh, PS3 DL109 is due out, and it has like the, uh, I believe it has the uh, the chrome the chrome panel on it too. Yeah. So the plate plate. I'm sorry, the plated uh, siding on it. And then as far as E8, uh, Lionel did make Lionel uh, did make Santa Fe E8s, but I, I they didn't. They only made them. I think I don't remember. They may have been only issued like one or two times. So those are just going to be like. Once it was a legacy version, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's going to be more than impossible to find. But the MTH one will be a little easier because I see them on an eBay uh, used, like the ABA set all the time. And uh, I think I've seen a couple of retailers still have an E8, just a single A unit in stock. So I may have to look into that. So uh, it's just a little mini goal I'm, I'm looking to get. So Sure. Uh, with that said, um, man, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I, I just, I bought a lot more than I, you know, I made my list before we started the episode today. I wrote it down. It's like, I bought all of that. I can't, but be- I can't believe I bought all this stuff. It's like, oh my God, you know, it's one thing to think about it. It's another thing to actually write it down and realize the list is a page long of stuff that you got in one year. It's crazy that I would say and I would say, you know, I don't want to blame like 2020 on it, but I would probably say that had it being 2020 and with, you know, all the stuff happening and being a little bit more homebound um, probably just caused me to like, you know, just like, well, you know, I'm going to invest a little bit into my layout since now I'm working on my layout a lot more. So uh, but I did buy a lot and, you know, I'm sure 2021 is uh uh gonna be no uh, exception <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure our 2021 year in review uh is gonna be uh <laughs> excuse me uh about the same maybe maybe more who knows so <laughs> yeah who knows I, I hope it's not more if it's more we've got a real problem going on <laughs> <laughs> yep but uh but this was you know what this is our this is gonna be our last podcast for 2020 uh it is our 10th episode so we finally hit double digits, Woo-hoo. and uh, I think we're moving along pretty well. I, Matt and I are very happy with the way things are going. Um, here's looking forward to 
uh, more episodes in 2021. Uh, we've made it this far. I want to, you know, you know, Matt, both Matt and I want to thank everybody who's uh, listened to our episodes, uh, downloaded the podcast, um, subscribed. I've seen a lot more subscribers uh, uh, through um, our, uh, you know, our, our host there for the podcast, um, Podbean. So I can see like people uh, that are subscribing to our channel and everything on there. Uh, so, again, uh, thank you so much. Uh, again, we're growing uh and uh we're just gonna come up with a lot more cool topics uh always something to talk about in the scale industry and i don't know hopefully hopefully we'll have like uh some more mth news to come to come up and uh we can uh have another episode that and revisit uh uh what mth plans on doing because um you know truth be told i mean that's gonna be a huge that's gonna be a huge deal right yeah, uh, whichever way. I, I don't want this to turn into an MTH episode because that's not what it was for. But uh, I'm just kind of talking about like stuff that could come up in the future, and uh, MTH is one of those uh, one of those uh, items that is going to be a very big deal in the O scale industry. So it, it'll it's definitely going to be something worth talking about. For sure. And, you know, I feel like, you know, most of my list was MTH items. And, you know, I almost feel like, granted, most of the MTH stuff I bought was before the announcement. But I feel like, you know, MTH, you know, with them going away, let's say supposedly they go away, you know, everything right now on is on track for them to go away, period. But, you know, I really feel that, you know, since the announcement, I've really started to fall in love with MTH again and really started enjoying their products a lot more than I have in recent years. You know, throughout the years, I bounced back and forth between MTH and Lionel. And I was almost at a point where I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to dedicate myself to one. But you just you can't because the, both MTH and Lionel just make really cool things. And there's stuff with Lionel that MTH doesn't make. And there's stuff on the MTH side that Lionel doesn't make. And it's like if you want to, you know, you know, being even just focusing on one railroad, like, you know, for me, like Santa Fe, Burlington, Northern, BNSFF, you know, Great Northern, um, you know, there's products on each side that only those, you know, companies make. And, you know, I, I so I've really just decided, you know, you know what, I'm embracing it. I'm, I'm just I'm both I'm both Lionel and MTH because they both make great stuff. And it's easy to run both of them on the layout. You, you don't have to set up anything complicated. No, I don't run my Lionel trains with my MTH remote. You know, I use my legacy remote for my Lionel. I use my MTH remote for my MTH. I don't have to buy anything special for my layout. I just hook them both up and they, they work just fine. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Um, you know, I, the, it might be a little bit of too, like, you know, I don't know where MTH is going. So maybe i need to buy some of this mth uh equipment that um that i may not have a chance to get in the future sure who knows yep all right well matt uh where can people reach you or find you on uh, media uh, they can find me on YouTube under Matt-TrainLover9943. And you can also find me on Facebook under the same name Excellent. And you can find me on YouTube at West Chicago Railroad and on Facebook at West Chicago Model Railroad. With that said, again, thank you, everybody, for listening in to the Matt and Matt O-Scale Train Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful new year and have a good night. Take care.